developing your passion into a business with Shopify and break sales records with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to the Forbidden News Update. I'm Chris Matthew. With me is Corey Hughes. Corey, how are you doing? Good, thank you. And t- tonight our guests are Joe, Jen, and Ben from the Legit Bat Podcast. How are all of you tonight? How's it going? Good, good. Thank you all for joining us. Uh, we had a, la- a great time on your show last time we were on uh, Legit Bat. I love your show. It's a great combination of comedy and conspiracy. And uh, if all you guys have not checked out Legit Bat, please do so. They're also right here on Rockfin uh, and all the popular podcast platforms. So, guys, thank you for joining us. Uh, let's start with what got you all started down this lonely, cashless podcast road. <laughs> uh, just for fun, mostly. We just uh, told this story on Truthzilla the other day. Uh, we got pretty detailed into our backstory, actually, but it, it was just for fun. It started out for fun, and it's still fun. When it stops being fun, I'm going to stop doing it. But it was uh, just something we talked about for like a year and finally nailed down to start. We just started talking, and we never stopped talking, so here we are. Yeah, I think it was a lot of the conspiracy podcasts we were listening to, though. Joe wanted to start it in fall of 20. 20- 19 i think and then six months later was after like covid and stupid stuff and then we started listening to more podcasts and then it was kind of like hey we could do this too i was like yeah yeah i listened to i could totally do that (laughs) part part of it was that we already talked about all the stuff that we talk about on the program we we used to just do that joe jen and i have literally had hour-long conversations for years so it was like you know what we should actually try because most of the time we're drunk so it was like, we should actually find a way to like catalog all of these conversations because we, you don't have them with anybody else. And uh, that was, that was kind of the idea behind it was just to have uh, and have a catalog of all of these conversations and topics that we end up pulling out of our asses. Um, 
instead Which of is why know, I was stoked to be on uh, Rockfin because I know we're not going to get deleted yeah. off there at least yet. So I never fucked with YouTube or um, with the other places people get booted off of all the time. So we're just on normal podcast and Rockfin, and hopefully that'll keep us around. Plus our incognito name, nobody would guess we're we talk about conspiracies. So yeah, right. You said you know. Say, seeing that you do talk about conspiracies, um, what kind of brought you to, you know, talk about these things? When did you start realizing that you're being lied to about every fucking thing in the world, you know? Oh, geez. That's a, well, I'll, I'll start it off and I'll pass it over to Jen and then Ben. But it was uh, the way we grew up, me and Ben, uh, being brothers, we grew up in a real fucking I don't even know how to categorize. Most people wouldn't even very understand. religious, very strict. It was religious and fundamentalist, but to the extreme, like we could tell you stories for hours on that, but the way we grew up uh, kind of forced us to question everything, especially things like God and authority in general. So ever since I was a voting age, I didn't trust the voting system at all. And our older brother actually used to try to talk me out of that and be like, dude, it's the only thing we can do. Like you got to do your duty and vote. And I was like, no, it doesn't matter. Like there's things controlling shit way above that. It doesn't matter. And he's actually on my page with that now, which is awesome. But uh, yeah, it was just a general distrust of authority. And then you start looking into different things and then nine 11 JFK. And I mean, it, it, the call it a rabbit hole for a reason. Cause you just start, going down what about you babe yeah no i mean same i just throughout life having parents i didn't grow up the same religious background but extreme strict and just we kind of all individually a long time ago ran away from that and then made our own way but we listen to podcasts all the time and or just stories read books about ufos alien abductions things like that that obviously are being hidden from us um but we kind of just listened to it with a grain of salt. And then I think for me, unfortunately, I hate to talk about COVID, but COVID was like very in our face so much. And it kind of brought everything together where it was like, you know what? They're so blatantly shoving this in our face that it's clearly not real. Something's wrong. And uh, I mean, I'm not saying it's not real, but there's something weird about it. And then we looked more into it and then started looking into a million other things. So <laughs> that kind of... Um, like Joe said, like a rabbit trail. We just kind of jumped in right around March ish and there's so much more. <laughs> so that, that 2020 was a great wake up for so many people. And it was also a dumbing down apparently for just as many people. But yeah. Ben, what would you say what your uh, starting point was in this madness? Uh, when it comes to like a logical thing, I, I've been questioning things for a long time, which was exactly what Joe was saying that, you know, the way that we were raised is all about blind faith and blind belief in something that you are told is what is true. So logically, as I got older, that that didn't really make sense to me. Now, when it comes to like a lot of these global lies, for instance, the the covid thing, um, hell, things that Corey's brought to our attention, uh all of those type of things were, were bigger, in my opinion, than the easy lie that I was raised with and had debunked, in my opinion. So I would honestly say this last year. This last year has probably what did the, the majority of it. I've always entertained people's stories. I've always entertained people's viewpoints. But I usually always walk away with still fundamentally and in a lot of ways conservatively what I believe. And I, that's, it's just how it's been. This last year has really split my brain open 
um, I, I just referenced uh, Corey's work on Truthzilla was that I was saying, I'm like, he, he blew my mind because this is something, this is what I've always, you know, considered was history. This is something that um, I consider was what, what happened. And when you debunk that type of thing, well, now it's, it's not just being taught to everybody, but it's literally puts into question everything that is happening, what's going to happen. Now you start questioning where it's going. How do I change it? And so for me, this last year and doing the podcast itself didn't just open up my mind to things personally, but it's completely opened my mind to, I don't really care what it is. It could be true. And I, and we don't know enough to really debunk a lot of it other than just be like, you know, where is the truth and try to find it. Yeah. Um, you have, uh, you know, a very uh, similar kind of awakening to mine. You know, I, I, mine was quite a few years ago, really. But I'm sure Corey can attest to um, the amount of history that has been basically rewritten Um you know, did it really surprise you, Corey, when you start digging in how much they, they fucked with our shit? Oh, yeah. Like, nobody knows shit about shit of the last 100 plus years, easily. And I can go back, and that was where my fascination really was, was like, these motherfuckers are lying to us. When did they come up with this stuff? And that inextricably leads you back to the Holocaust and World War II and the birth of psychological warfare. And then you can go back and be like, well, there was, people, there was government lying before that. So when... Where did we learn the stuff before we started our own intelligence agencies that came up with all these programs of lying and disinformation? And then you can track that stuff back to like the late 1800s to where really the origins of organized psychological warfare began, right? Like put on paper. And I'm not talking like 2,000-year-old like um, art of war stuff. I mean like the the disinformation lying, the the strategy that surrounds, um, you know, falsifying history. And so that to me is like, so for me, I, I don't understand how anybody can get into like study, wanting to understand the nature of the universe without going back to World War II. That's like where it all starts. So I couldn't, ag- I could not agree more with that statement. I absolutely love that era. And you're the first person that actually completely told me a different narrative of my favorite period in history. And it went, oh, fuck. Oh, you mean that the Nazis were actually I, the good guys in that war? I mean, everything else that you've brought up in that entire period from 1939 to, you know, 47, everything that I heard in that period, I was like, dude, that's my favorite fucking, and he's fucking my shit up. And then I was like, oh, now I'm more interested. <laughs> yeah, World War II was fascinating because none of what anybody knows is true, period. We were the aggressor. We were the bad guys. Um, you know, that's all there was to it. Like when you really get into the nitty gritty details, who, what letters were sent where, what peace proposals were sent from who to who. It really comes to tell a very different story. I mean, like an extremely. And then when you look at all the lies they just fabricated about the gas chambers and all that stuff. I mean, how much of our world has been shaped by that bullshit narrative? Right. Now, Jen, I know you said that uh, you don't like talking about the Rona. So we're going to talk about the Rona a little bit tonight. Um, <laughs> no, it's not that. I, we talk about it all the time. I actually was saying that because I don't know if your listeners are like over it or whatever. Oh, I'm over it. I'm talking it quite about often. It. I hate talking about the Rona, but I, you know, no, no, I don't really hate talking about it, but yeah, there's something every single day. No, seriously, I am. I hate it. I'm over it. I hate talking about the Rona, but because it's such a like, you know, big uh, deal and you can't get around some of the stories happening and everything going on and vaccines and zombies and nanotechnology and, you know, nano aids, whatever they're putting in it. uh, You have to talk about it sometimes. Uh, so with the Rona guys, you know, were, were you guys scared whenever at first, like, you know, they, they were pushing the pandemic and people were dropping dead in China and oh, spitting shit. out blood and shit. 
Uh, I wasn't. You mean at the beginning or what? Yeah, at the very beginning when they were like, you know, trying to to show us the death scenes from China and you know bodies. So I never even. I never even saw the death scenes from China. I heard about that after the fact, but uh, when it first started, I wasn't scared at all only because I thought it was that same every four year, you know, H1N1 swine. Pl- I just thought it was another one of those. I even said, general, remember, I was like, oh, in a month, you know, I'm going to be talking about it anymore. It's going to be gone. And was I wrong? So then and when it kind of kept, kept dragging, dragging on, on, I was like, either this is really serious or something, but we don't, we haven't really seen enough yet to know. And then as the time went on and on, and by like June of last year, I think we were all on the same page of like, there's some bullshit going on. There's some, some horse cockery here. Cause I don't this... think we were afraid of dying. No, like, I was never afraid we of dying. We weren't afraid of dying, it. but I initially, as soon as I kind of saw what was happening and the news was just blasting it in our faces and it was very clear that they were trying to deliver a message of you should be very scared. This is really a big deal. Everyone should be terrified. It's coming to our country. That's when I got scared for what they were going to do next and next and next and not, not, disease wise but with like exactly what happened i said i am so terrified of what society is going to do everyone's going to get divided this is going to turn political like we knew this was going to happen so i was afraid of pretty much almost exactly what happened i was just worried about current events right now (laughs) because that it was so clear that that was what was going to happen it was right there what about you ben uh yeah i i i I was not scared of the actual rona the whole time uh at all there was because even by even by looking at the statistics which you couldn't trust but assuming that the statistics they were handing us out were real um i still wasn't scared of it. it 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 didn't it didn't strike me in any way more than a normal flu which i haven't gotten vaccinated for ever and so i was like okay, I'm not really not that worried about it. So even if the statistics they had given us were true, I wasn't worried about it. And then knowing that they were lying, I agree with Jen. I was more scared about their agenda for what they were, you know, trying to tack in there for that, that election year. And as soon as they started tying in maskers, as they would call them, or anti-maskers, and they split up, as soon as they started splitting up the people, using something that shouldn't have been political at all. That's when I went, Mm-mm, nope, this is all a fucking ruse. This, this has nothing to do with people's safety. This has nothing to do with keeping people the fuck alive. And uh, yeah. And then when they started pumping, you know, early on, they were saying, we're going to try to get a vaccine out. I'm like, I, I won't, I'm not going to trust that. And so mm-hmm. if I'm not going to trust that, then why the, you know, those things take five to seven years on trials. I'm not about to trust that shit. Not that fast. Everyone called it, at least in this community, everybody called it last summer. They're like, uh, they're going to do mandatory vaccinations and it's going to suck. Like somehow this is going to suck. And here we are a year and a half now. Well, almost. we're lucky where we live, though, because where we live is Shasta County, California. It's the rebellious little part of California that was very against it. There's a huge part of our community that was very anti-COVID from the start. So it did cause a huge divide, but we were, I'm just very grateful. We don't live in any other part of California. Well, yeah. And there are, our community specifically is very vocal about it. We've, they are in our community. It, they got national attention more than once in the coronavirus thing out of it, when nobody has ever heard typically of where we're from, 
we got national attention on the news more than once throughout the coronavirus for being the people, you know, who were going against mandates, especially in California, because at that point, it's all going against, you know, Governor Newsom and all that. Well, do you guys remember uh, that video that came out of our county? I don't know if you realize it was from our county, but that guy going off at the city council. It was a, it was pretty viral. I've seen a couple of them, here, but... but um... Yeah, he, he was a dude from our county, and we're going to try to get him on the show next week to oh, cool. talk about that kind of stuff. Yeah, they 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 had kind of clipped him on Fox News uh, because he he's a veteran, and one of the things that you know he was really hampering on was that he's like, I fought for this country, and I'll fight for oh, it again. I know who you're but talking what, about. Yeah. Yes, no. if there's specific words that you'll recognize if you heard the clip that he's like. You know, I've I've had four of four of my friends that are veterans commit suicide during this thing. The damage you're doing to our children psychologically is awful. And I don't want to have to fight for my country again. I already did it once, but I will do it and I'll do it on our soil if I have to. And uh, it, it they they of course, you know, different news outlets, they would snip it and clip different things and put a spin on, you know, how he meant it and this, that and the other. But the um, it, do that. they're truthful and they're non-biased. <laughs> I mean, here's the thing, though, is that he started, at least in our community, with what Jen was saying is, you know, he started a pretty big following and a, and a, and a big push in our personal community, which I we don't you don't see in California. You don't see the you don't see the people, you know, really getting together and saying, no, we're going to change this shit. And uh, he kind of he kind of spearheaded that for us. And it ended up going into now what we have, which is all of our, you know, our three council members getting recalled. Right. Yeah. The, I mean, there's there's some states that are that are pushing back right now, which gives me encouragement. But, Corey, remember early uh, last year in January and February, I asked you what you thought about what was happening. And I remember you said, man, this stinks of CIA. And I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> it was like right in the beginning. And I remember you said that that was great. The CIA is behind everything or they're the middle of everything. Anything you can possibly imagine, they've got their hands in. Like lately I've been just bored. And so I've been digging into the serial killer stuff and all these goddamn serial killers are attached to cults who are attached to Scientology, who are attached to the CIA, who are attached to the U S government. I mean, this is all the CIA has their hands and everything. When you start to look at things, what I've been looking at lately is like all these different cults and the mind control techniques they use. They're all fucking developed in the, in the CIA in the 1940s and fifties. So I think uh, like Jim Jones and all this stuff and all everything that goes on that we know they're the buffer between the information and us, right? So information comes in, it gets disseminated, the CIA has to sign off on it, then they disseminate it to their uh, approved news outlets and then it gets out to us, right? That's the, the kind of how the flow goes. But yeah, they have their hands in everything, they're behind everything. They Half of what we see is, I believe, CIA experimentation. They're just seeing what things will do if they do this or that and it's, it's fucked up. But this whole thing with COVID, I don't even wanna talk about, it'll, it'll take six hours, I fucking understand it to a T and it's always them. Okay, this leads right back to fucking Israel, as always. Ralph Barrick is the world fucking expert on coronaviruses. He's been manipulating for 20 years. He's the co-patent owner with Fauci on the original SARS, which was patented two years before anyone ever caught the fucking thing. Okay, so this is always it's always Israel. And this time it's above Israel's pay grade. This is the Jewish bankers at the top who are doing this to us. Plain and simple. Didn't you just recently, I think on our show, talk about how you're kind of uh, getting into more of the occult side of things with that, all those slides you were showing, showing us and you didn't want to think about or talk about that before and then you were looking at it and you're like, oh shit, there is some weird occult shit going on here. Yeah, I don't really know enough to tell you, but there's enough to make me scared. Like the shit's, uh, it's, it's, the shit is real. And um, I'm not saying that I can go do a chant and raise some fucking devil. I'm saying there are other idiots out there who believe this stuff. 
and they happen to control the world. So yeah, yeah. that is terrifying. Um, I, I do have another question for you guys about the Rona. Do you guys know anyone who died from coronavirus or got deathly ill at least? Nope. Yeah, well, one of our friend's moms was, uh, she had COPD and they put her in the hospital. Yeah, I should she rephrase that. That had, didn't have underlying conditions or really sick. Or oh, elderly. gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, and again, I was going to say they shoved her on a ventilator immediately and that oh, probably didn't help yeah, either. That's, that's she didn't, yeah. she didn't die. She actually got better. She actually made it out. Um, no. In fact, both of my grandparents are in nursing homes, super elderly. I mean, they're like in their 90s and they, both toasted positive for coronavirus with zero symptoms. So we actually had the opposite. My grandma's like 90 something. She tested positive in a nursing home too. And I never heard another fucking word about yeah, it. They're fine. So I imagine you guys yeah. won't be getting the vaccine. No, 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 no. The death jab. No way. I, you, you know, a lot of people who have. Yes. Enough, enough to scare me. My entire family. In fact, I'm from Massachusetts. So super, um, you know, liberal state. Um, so they were just talking to me the other day about how they're all vaccinated. And I was like, wow, that's awesome. So <laughs> good for you. I was yeah, talking keep away from them. They, they could be shedding that shit. According to <laughs> Pfizer. I yeah. just, I don't think it's necessary. I was telling my mom, I don't get a flu vaccine because I don't care. I just take vitamins, eat healthy and try to not get sick. So I will do the same for this. No one's bleeding out of their eyes, dropping dead in the streets. It's I'm not, not getting you. a vaccine. It's for grandma and everyone I know else. it's protecting everyone else. Fuck that. Stupid. <laughs> you know, and I want to just comment really quickly that the entire, this, the, the thing that really is, is the driving factor behind this nonsense is this asymptomatic transmission, which is fiction. It doesn't yeah, fucking exist. We yeah, actually talked about that right after the start. Of, as I said something about very ignorantly and without giving a fuck, I said something about asymptomatic transfers. And uh, Joe and Jen both were like, bro, that isn't a thing. Nobody's ever shown up to work and somebody's been like, hey, do you not feel good? Uh, no, I feel fine. No, I think you don't feel good. No, I, I really, I'm fine. All right, we're sending you home. You don't feel good. And they're like, away from me, you healthy person. It's not, yeah, it's not a thing. Um, And as soon as they said, as soon as they said that, and this was, fuck, I think this is probably last September, uh, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah, that's all a fucking lie, too. Like, you either get it or you don't fucking get it. And uh, the asymptomatic viral shedding is brand new science, but it is science therefore trust it's the science true. okay i just have to say that anybody out there who thinks that a healthy person can transmit sickness from a sick person to a sick person as the middleman if you actually believe that you might be one of the dumbest fucking people watching this show right now and you really need to fucking get with your shit together Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. 
More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Go get the, the COVID jab. Just do it. Uh, to uh, Yeah, to answer your other question. Sorry, I... Anyway, um, oh, uh, okay. So no, I do not know. <laughs> shut up, Jen. Um, I do not know anybody personally, uh, in my area, but I do know one person that was on deployment on the U S uh, or the Roosevelt last year, the one that got stuck in Guam and they fired their captain and all that shit. Um, uh, very personally. And she said there were about three so out of 25, or no, sorry, out of 5,500 people on her ship, roughly 1,800 uh, were positive cases. Out of those 1,800 positive cases, she had only heard and known four, four people that had to be airlifted that were in the lower age range that didn't have any pre-existing conditions um, that got like deathly ill. That was it. So four out of 1,800. And really, I mean, out of those 1,800, I don't know how many were actually positive. Now, she did say that there was a larger case. There was a larger case of people that after getting home several months after this, this was probably six months to seven months later, there was actually probably a good 20 people that she knew from her shop that had gotten positive. Her squadron got hit the worst out of the entire ship. And out of her squadron, she said there was about 20 people that seven months later had not regained their sense of smell or taste. Now, these are people that are on the low, low totem pole. They're, they're enlisted. They, they, they don't, it's not like they're trying to conjure up anything. Most of them are 18 to 23 year olds. And they, uh, six to seven months later, were like, yeah, I lost my sense of taste and smell and I have not gotten it back, you know, almost, almost seven months later. Well, one thing I need to really emphasize that nobody can seem to, to, kind of let sink in is that there was a real fucking COVID there was and I had fucking myocarditis for four months and then I just got healthy again that doesn't happen in the real world that happens from a bioweapon however by this time last year that virus or whatever it was it was gone the it had mutated to the point where it was no longer recognizable and this was confirmed by Luc Montagnier the world famous Nobel prize winner uh, who discovered HIV, right? So it was here, it was real, and it was just enough to prompt them to create the vaccine. But as of the summer, when there was no deaths and they couldn't verify, they they didn't want to admit that it wasn't, that it was seasonal, right? Um, That is when they did the switcheroo with the flu. And I can, I've isolated that down to April 4th, 2020 was the day that they did the switcheroo with the flu. That was the day all the flu cases came to a screeching halt literally overnight. It wasn't a slow decline. It was overnight. The flu was gone. And that happened on April 4th, 2020. That I consider like phase two. We're coming into the beginning of what I consider like phase three of this thing. But phase two was the massive campaign. It's when the mask started because the mask started after COVID was gone, right? In May, it started in May of last year and it was really gone by then. So they needed to stretch this thing out long enough to get to flu season to where the deaths actually started to tick up again from real influenza. And by that point, it was a done deal. So we're moving into this like de-escalation phase, but I, um, something's up. I don't trust it. Well, what do you think is in your opinion, 
Corey, what do you think is the next phase? What, what do you think they're mapping out? Well, the next phase, what should be, is all these fucks go to prison forever for as war criminals. But that's not going to happen. Um, they're going to continue to stretch this thing out. They're going to try to do other shutdowns. And I'm telling you, there needs to be deaths and blood in the streets. And until we have a real revolution, none of this is going to come to an end. Look at you inciting violence. <laughs> I totally agree, Corey. I think that there was something real as well. I got extremely sick. I now have to take Singular because for about three weeks after I got sick, I couldn't breathe at all. Like I would wake up having dreams that I was looking for my inhaler, which is obviously not going to help in a dream. So um, now I have an inhaler and I have a Singular that I have to take every single day because I was, it was, I was sick and then it went away. And then three weeks later, I couldn't breathe. And then that lasted for about three weeks. And that, so there was something I completely agree. I'm well, not like a saying lot, a lot of people were saying like everybody was getting advantage. sick around like, the same time. Yeah. Like there was definitely something crazy going around at the end of 2019, early 2020 for sure. that my kid got, he had a fever for a week, which is, did he have any flu symptoms? Like I never had any flu symptoms and, the, and all the stuff that I read about from people who had very life threatening conditions, none of them had flu symptoms. They were all specifically vascular, like Google this yes. when you get a chance, Google COVID toes. It, I'm telling you, like we were joking about this because I was having my toes were red when I was going through this myocarditis. It was weird. Like, and I know it's contagious because my fucking roommate went to jail. And when he was in jail, he caught something and his fucking feet swelled like monsters, like huge. It wouldn't fit in his shoes. Not this roommate. He, not this roommate. He gets, he gets home. And within a week, I have the same exact thing in my feet swelling. So it was, it's not coincidence. I right? think the, the symptoms varied a lot based on a lot graphic for sure. Right. A certain population that fucking died, another population that got mild symptoms, another population that um, tested positive and never had a fucking symptom at all, which, I mean, the testing the is another is fucking... Well, that's what I was about to say, because I thought I, I'm 99% sure that's what Lonnie got. All Again, this is all in the same timeline. Everybody from the end of end and mid-December through about February, right before all of the actual propaganda kicked off, when we were living on base, Lonnie got it. And he, again, he had a fever for a week. At one point, it got up to 105.3. But I took him in twice to the doctor on base. And they looked at him. And they said, well, his breathing is fine. His nose is clear of congestion. It's just a virus. Take him home. Do the Motrin and uh, Tylenol, you know, switching. And I went, well, yeah, that's all I can do. So I did that for a week. And then they literally, they had some of them. They had almost 60% of school faculty and students that week out. It was base wide. And this was all before we heard March 13th, go buy toilet paper and hand sanitizer and all this shit. It was ridiculous. And then, of course, you know, I come back and <clears throat> their mom who had just gotten off the ship was like, oh, yeah, the symptoms vary like a lot. Like the four people that ended up getting life threatening conditions weren't in the demographic. They're completely vaccinated. Um None of the things that they were telling us would make it an issue were the issue for these people. And they're the ones that had life-threatening conditions. Whereas other people that are in the demographic wouldn't even have hardly any of the symptoms at all with, of course, a positive test, which we can go into that later. But I feel, I feel like the symptoms varied, but we were pretty much done with what the actual thing was. Like you said, by the time it mutated and they went public with it, we were way done with that shit. Because as an artificial organism it's not even an organism it's a virus is dead cells so right um 
it all the, the key factor here is the spike protein. The spike protein is everything. Everything else on this COVID, uh, according to the genome sequencing, is standard influenza. It's a coronavirus. Standard. This is very. They're all similar. All it's all of, part of the SARS, isn't it? Yes, it is HIV SARS actually. Right. Right. Oh, so these. So this is the spike protein was an insert of HIV one, and that was confirmed by um, what the hell's the guy's name? Um, Perez. And we don't. And now we know that uh, HIV doesn't cause AIDS. I mean, based on so many research. Right. That I've even had on my just show heard recently. that. Right. HIV. HIV does not cause AIDS. Yeah. Um, so basically, what you have here is HIV. I believe is an exosome created by the body when you experience very specific types of immune deficiencies, particularly from drugs. All the cases back in the '80s of AIDS and HIV were all either homosexuals or people who are heavy drug users, IV drug users, right? But what do they do? They couldn't fucking come out and say, oh, it's, it only affects gays and drug users because that's really what it did um, because they needed to get everybody on board with getting tested and, and all this other shit, right? So they created an AIDS industry. And, um, but back to the spike protein, the spike protein is an insert uh, from HIV for coronavirus. And so the bottom line is the vaccine is made with the mRNA messenger of the spike protein of the coronavirus, which is an HIV insert, right? So this fucking vaccine is the, it is the failed HIV vaccine that they've been working on for 20 years. That's it. It's no different. It's the identical vaccine that they had tried for mRNA for HIV. That was a failure. They just repurposed it. Do you think it could be that simple? Yes. That's all they're trying to do is finally get that 20 year thing. I I think that they're also adding some new um, technology. Oh, of course. The formulation is no different. The formulation is identical. It doesn't change because it was the spike mRNA. It was the mRNA of the spike protein of HIV in the mRNA. But see, COVID has the HIV spike protein insert. So therefore, it's the same fucking thing. And they've already admitted that the lipid clamp that they use, right? The thing that makes that gets past the blood brain barrier, that's made from 80 nucleotides of HIV 1. So the whole fucking thing is just made from HIV. It's not made. Well, what do you from- think about the, uh, you know, the DARPA nanogel supposedly that's supposed to be in there that um, supposed to, you know, bind to you permanently and um, be able to do I'm, I'm not freaky on- shit. I'm starting to think I'm not on board with that yet. I think the paper that came out that accompanied the videos is very suspect. So, but I don't think it's far off, even if it's speculation. I mean, it's you know, if the conspiracy theorists can come up with it and fake a document that looks like that, then the government's already done it. So I have no doubts it's, it's on the right track. Is the way they test for HIV and AIDS the PCR test as well? Is it oh, yes. Huh. Yeah, and here's the thing. is different standards in different countries. You can test positive here, go to Australia, and not test positive. No, and here's another thing. Like, it, cycles, yeah. It, it, yeah, it's a cycles thing. It's completely, they, they fake it. And then, see, here's the thing. 100% of people who died from AIDS were on AZT. 100%. Which so. makes you they died from AZT. Not you got goddamn well. right. That's you wanna, exactly you, what they did. You want to hear another uh, personal story? This is, these, it, these are the kind of stories that end up adding validity to the debunking of this. Okay, so on that same ship that their mom was on, uh, my kids, the, the, she ended up saying, she goes, yeah, so they got a bunch of like rush order tests for everybody because it's a confined space. It's a big metal boat. Like literally, you know, th- you know three deck bunkings with only like a foot wide everything on it was screamed that there shouldn't have been a person getting off that ship that didn't have it less than half the crew. I I think it's only like 35, 40% ended up contracting it. But here's the funny part about those 40%. They get rush order tests. They go through hundreds, if not thousands of them to get a bunch of people positive only to find out late because again, they're an arm of the government. 
oh, that all of those positive tests were nothing more than antibody tests. And they just shoved a bunch of people with antibodies into a room with people that they had previously tested as positive for COVID. And then she goes, yeah, so now they don't know which ones are which. It's not like they wrote their name down because it's the, it's the fucking Navy. They don't give a fuck. They just shoved them all in a room. And they're like, yeah, you're positive. Bye-bye. And then pretty soon it's like, well, you're already in there. Now you're really exposed. Now we know you're exposed. So now you can't get out. And she was all the whole thing. And this is how they, this is how so many, they worked with so many people is that everybody in her entire CAG of all like nine to 12 ships, they were all being told the same thing and they were freaking out she was freaking out while she was on the ship for her children because she had zero idea what was actually happening in the states because the only thing she was getting told was by the government and it was all filtered it was like north korea floating on a boat that's the amount of information she was getting and she was like i was they made us feel like we were going to fucking die and that's how they made us feel on the boat and she was like i was horrified and mortified that you know my family was going to get it while i was gone and i'm like oh it's nothing like that here and i tried to explain it to her i'm like even if the statistics are real our county our part of the state just didn't get hit hard like i tried to explain it to her and of course i i tried to respect her wishes on keeping the kids away and stuff like that just because in case i was wrong but it was crazy to me how many of those flukes and accidents and fuck ups they had on just that one story. And I'm like, you know, that this is happening all over the country, right? Like if it's happening to something that is in the news, like her ship, it's happening to hospitals and all kinds of things all over the, all over the United States. It's all pandemonium. Yeah. And you guys, you guys in California, I consider you guys like in the heart of the beast, the the mask shaming and, um, you know, virtue signaling and everything else that comes along with it must be off the chain in some of the the areas around you. I mean, I know you said that like you guys are in an area that's, you know, a little bit more conservative and and not, uh, you know, not quite as crazy as the rest. But, you know, when you travel your state, uh, are you seeing a lot of this insanity from from these fuckers? Uh, we were just talking about that the yeah, other day. Yeah, we just went about, to the coast. Yeah, going to the coast was insane. Like It's like it was, a three-hour drive. It was but... like going to a little San Francisco where they were literal Nazis about a mask. They even had a specific type of mask they wanted you to wear. No net gaiters, no uh, cloth masks. They had to be a surgical mask, which is like one of the most ineffective if you were going to even call them it says it doesn't anything. protect against viruses on it but that's fine, whatever. Yeah, so the coast was bad. Our little bubble we're in is pretty nice. good there's some places i just won't even go in uh i think we said that the other day too on yeah, costco, costco trader, trader joe's but... yeah they're like they have people standing outside and they're just no you can't come in so i'm just like all right fuck you i won't shop here i don't care but we've had a couple events lately the uh I don't know, some country music something but there's a shitload of people that went to that zero mass anywhere like it was almost like understood if you go to this event this yeah, is don't wear a literally mask, to stick it to people like that Stick it to the man, you know. There was no, there's thousands, probably thousands of people there from the pictures I saw, and zero mass ever. But they didn't get a lot of publicity either. There was no like they stopped with the super spreader nonsense, you know. We had the rodeo last year that they went ahead and did, and that was oh my god, that got national Cottonwood attention rodeo. as well. Yes, yeah, it did. Cottonwood, the Cottonwood rodeo, and they're like, oh yeah, and all, like, all those Trump away. supporters, and it's like, who cares who they Trumpers and anti vaxxers. <laughs> Yeah, they just uh, something. <laughs> I'll, I'll actually, I'll actually support exactly what it was that they were saying about our bubble up here. 
Um, during up until the January of this year, I was living on base down south. And uh, I can I, I can 100% tell them like up here is definitely a bubble away from everything. It's so nice. Um, down there, basically anything south, I would say mm, probably like Willows um, from where we're at. Anything down south past that, they're Nazis about masks. Um, base never got unlocked out of like the 53 counties or whatever it is in California. Uh, the county that the base was located on was one of three that never got out of the tier that forced all the regulations by the California mandates. So base was locked down for a year. You couldn't go anywhere on base without a map. You couldn't even go jogging. They were stopping uh, people on base from jogging without masks on. Um, you couldn't go into the recommendation. Yeah, you couldn't go into the mini mart without wearing a mask. Uh, and this included at one point having a hazmat tent outside of the gates and having a pre-check uh, before you even got to the checker, which checks your ID to go in. And they were mandating on base that everybody two years old and above had to wear a mask. And I'm like, have you ever seen a two year old try to keep a fucking mask on? They don't try. They take them off. I'm like, that's what they do. Um Anywhere that I've been in California, other than basically where we're at and maybe a little bit north and some of the other more rural areas, they're absolute fucking Nazis about it everywhere. I couldn't go into an AMPM down south without having a mask on because they were like, we will refuse service to you if you don't have a mask. And now they make those signs for stores that say no shirt, no shoes, no mask, no service. Yikes. Oh, gotta put a plug for fake mask.com fake mask.com get your fake mask gets you in all the stores yeah, I I had one to show you. For that. like a little mesh thing that just goes over your face i saw a guy with fishnets that he had made out of fishnets big old one inch diamond squares out of his mask and he walked in and he's like oh, it's face covering fuck you yeah they don't say masks they say face coverings yes but the casino we went to had a very specific when we went to the coast, a, like a sign out front, very specific, showing the kind of masks that you needed to enter. So there have been some people uh, fighting back to make sure that people aren't using those fishnet face coverings because they want them to legit cover their face. I was told Joe left for a second and I was just at the bar getting a beer and I took a sip of it and then looked at my phone for one second and this dude came over to me and yelled at me and told me I had to pull up my mask in between sips of beer. And I, and he was a custodian. Like he came over into my personal space just to tell me that for no reason. It wasn't part of his job. He wasn't a manager. He was just like, excuse me, excuse me. And I was like, Oh yes, he was this close to me. And he said, you need to pull up your mask in between sips. And I was like, are you fucking retarded? Okay. Okay, I guess so. Enjoy your fucking day. The thing, that I, the thing I can't really wrap my head around still is that, like, the smartest people in the world have seemingly turned out to be the fucking dumbest shits I could imagine. Um, like, you get people who are supposed to be smart, right? Like, people who are, you know, like, what's the, what's the black astrophysicist guy? What's his name? Neil, my ass Neil Yeah, that guy. Like, he came out on this big, you gotta wear a mask thing. It's like, you just showed that your dumb fucking ass doesn't know anything about science, you fucking fraud. You know? And it's like, everybody is doing the same fucking thing everybody they're showing how fucking ignorant they are and how stupid they are or how complicit they are these people are all collaborators they all need to be be tried and hung what was that fake mask website because i need one for uh, mask.com i think i just looked it up and it says it's expired maybe they took Uh, it down try fake mask usa i i was actually a little bit pissed 
I, I, I ordered a mask on Amazon and uh, being a lover of World War II, being a lover of video games and also being a patriot, I got a Wolfenstein mask, which showed an SS silhouette of a soldier. And then it said the new order underneath of it. I was so extremely excited about it. And then Amazon canceled my order due to COVID. And I was pissed. <laughs> like, you fuck. Really I'm literally cool ordering a mask like they said to do because of COVID. And you you just canceled my order. Oh, I can't get a mask now, fuckers. <laughs> oh, my God. This website's fucking hilarious. Awesome. Well, here's, here's the thing. Um, the, the government, nor corporations, nobody in the United States can force you to engage in commerce. That's like in the Constitution. Okay. They cannot force you to purchase something in order to enter their fucking establishment. I mean, they can refuse service to anybody, but um, the government has made it very clear that they cannot force people. They cannot force them to take a political stance that forces them to engage in commerce. And therefore, they're making everyone buy masks. So it should be completely illegal. Um, They should be handing them out for free as you walk into a fucking store if they cared so much, but they don't. A lot of of them do. I was just about to say that. Yeah. Yeah, I some just, of them do, but some of them. I just walked required. in yesterday, uh, or was it yesterday, or I don't know. I walked into a store, and oh, it was, uh, yeah, it was this morning. I was walking in to get flowers from my mom, and uh, I walked cool. in, and it's Safeway. It's right, the one that's right there, not like the other Safeways, which in Anderson, which allow you to not wear anything. Um, this is the one over there off of uh, Pine and and uh, yeah, Cypress. So I walk in and they have a security guard. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That works there. Full, like, uniform and everything. He's not loss prevention. And uh, I walk in, and he's totally ready for me. He goes, uh, sir, do you have a mask? And I go, no, I, I didn't even get out. No, I don't. I just said, no. And he goes, that's fine. I got you. He turns right around, got a big old stack of the mask. He goes, there you go. Now you got one. And I went, thank you. And then I walked <laughs> off, and I'm like, fuck. Did you get his name for the tribunal? <laughs> no, but I should have. <laughs> Yeah, you guys are you guys are uh, a little bit younger than us, um, old men over here. But I'm 27. You, fuck off. Ah, oh, shut up. You're 84. All right, but you, how do you guys feel about what's going on with all the cancel culture? I mean, my cartoons that I grew up with are going to be forgotten and gone by the time you know the next generation comes around. Nobody's going to know about you know Pepe Le Pew and um, you know all the other ones that that we grew up and loved and Muppets because they're now somehow offensive to people which is fucking crazy um so you know i don't what, what cartoons you grew up with are they, are they starting to cancel those too or are you guys still safe 
I don't know. I think I probably grew up with the same cartoons you guys did. <laughs> I think I'm probably older than you or maybe the same age, but um, I totally grew up with Looney Tunes and stuff. I mean, that was all stuff we watched. I don't, I just don't yeah, care. One Saturday when I cancel morning, it, man. Cancel it. It's, yeah. it is what it is. There's a million shows. It's just, it's going to be dumb. I think it's going to go down in history as something that our kids will learn about when they're older and they'll get to look back and be like, wow, all this shit got canceled for really dumb reasons. Kind of the way that, I mean, we're, we're teaching them that at least we're kind of showing them. This is stupid. It's, it's a rewriting of history here. unfolding in front of our the words right out of my mouth, just mm-hmm. erasing history. And I mean, if you're going to forget history, you're going to forget what not to do as well. Like you well, shouldn't just be erasing everything. Cause then you don't have a, uh, you know, a reference point for what you shouldn't do, even if it is bad, whatever. Jen, I actually don't think that they're going to end up looking back and finding these and think to themselves, oh, they canceled these for no good reason because they're going to end up being our kids. Well, I know. I don't think our kids are going to do that. I think our kids are going to be by the time they get to the point where they can look back just by a normal social setting. They're going to get no matter what we try to tell them. I think that they will get so used to things of that nature not being okay. That if they were to look back, they even if they don't personally find a problem with it, I can totally see them being like, oh, I, I completely see why they took these off air. I'm because... trying to raise my kid to not do that. <laughs> me too. Me too. The wall with that. And she's she's actually pretty good about it. She knows she has to wear a mask in school because the teachers make her and that's how she has to go and learn. And just a few more years and she's done. But um, she knows it's stupid. She knows there's no point. We talk about it every day. We talk about things like this every day and I, I'm going to let her make her own decisions. She's going to have to be her own person, but in order to help her to see things just more open-mindedly, I just talk about things like that a lot. I personally on cancel culture, I, I think it is, I feel like cancel culture a lot, uh, along with a lot of things is absolutely going to destroy everything that makes us us. Because every time that you try to make a uh, individual statement, you try to have a personal view, um, even if you're ju- even if you don't even necessarily believe it, and all you're trying to do is just kind of like maybe spitball or bounce it off of people, they, you're not allowed to do that anymore. And I think that that goes right along with them, you know, herding in the sheep. They want everybody to believe and think the same thing. And I'm like, dude, cancel culture, the very art of a lot of what people are doing, whether it be Looney Tunes or Dr. Seuss or any of these other outlets, they're destroying some of the things that made that individual so awesome. And you're just going to have nothing but automatons if you keep canceling everything when there's nothing left to cancel. You don't have anything about a lot of that, though, is the cancel culture is trying to cancel certain things because of a certain ideology or whatever, but yeah. the they're, they're saying that it's individualistic. So they're putting everybody in these categories of that CIA video. We talked about the other, Oh, Ben wasn't there, but uh, I'm cisgendered. I'm color, you know, all this stuff. You showed they're me it yesterday, put all these categories yeah. in, but at the same time, it's really just kind of meshing people into all being one thing, you know, and, and if you fall outside of that, then you're the outcast. So. That was the worst piece of shit video I've seen in forever. It was like, I'm a fucking whatever, 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 but you can't put a label on me. That's what did you mean? The whole time she's like, I've got anxiety disorder. I've got this. She's like, check, 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 check. Got all that. (laughs) But you can't label me. I, (laughs) it's ridiculous. She's like, I'm a really fucked up person. And I've got a pretty good idea who you are. And I don't want anything to do with you. 
Yeah, that, that, uh, that's a good segue into this whole uh, transhuman kind of world that we're headed into. You can be a cat, you can be a dog, you can be a woman, you can be a man, but you can be a hot uh, dog, Mary, and a bridge. And we have to accept it, no matter what, uh, and we have to praise it on certain days. And you know, whenever they bring it up, oh, if you don't praise cheer. it, you're part of the problem. You're a bad guy if you don't exactly. praise it. If you stay well, neutral, like you're a fucking bad. asshole. Mother's Day is offensive. It's now birthing parent day. No. Men, men birthing you. people. Yeah. No way. Oh, you can look enough on that. That's fucking insanity. Oh my gosh. So I yeah, to actually back up what Joe just said, Ben Shapiro just released a video talking about uh I don't remember who it was in Congress. Starting out talking about mothers, and it's and the way that she phrased it was that it went from that to purposely correcting herself to talking about birthing people uh and it is now as from the rest of that point on through the rest of the hearing people that were aligned with her would no longer say mothers they would say birthing people and uh i I don't know what your guys's opinion was on ben shapiro i am personally a fan uh mostly of what he says but he he made a great point. He goes, "You're you're taking away the individuality of mothers. You're you're they're no longer something to be respected for what they are. Biologically, they are no longer to be respected. Is that when all you do is say that anybody can do this job, anybody can have children and birth people, which is not true. Um, you're taking away all of that from them. You're and I was like, "Yep. Oh, I know, I am. How dare you? I'm- How dare you?" <laughs> Yeah, it's true. And, uh, you know, you, you have to um, accept these things um, if you're, uh, you know, transgender and, uh, you know, they, they're just bringing it up on every aspect to where if you don't accept it and you don't praise it, you're part of this new club that's going to be shunned. This part of this new conspiracy, tinfoil, white supremacist, racist, uh, homophobic group that they're trying to lump all together, which is uh, basically us. Welcome to the club, guys. White nationalist terrorists. Right. I'm glad you brought up the, the transhuman thing, though. I actually was going to talk about it earlier when we were, we were talking about the vaccine. Um, how far down the rabbit hole do you go with that? Do you think there's some uh, mind control elements? I know you're talking about the DARPA gel and all that, but I do I know that they've had like uh, you know additives in our food and plastics, stuff that leaches out of plastics that affects people's uh, mental state when it comes to some of these these things uh, and physiology and biology as well that could make them feel or you know, change the way they, they feel about themselves just because of these chemicals that they're putting into our food, water and plastics and shit. I know that, uh, that happened, uh, for a fact, they've had studies in the past, uh, you know, couple of decades on that, that it was changing people's biology and physiology and, and fucking them up mentally to where they didn't know if they were a boy or a girl. So I know that is one, definitely one aspect. Other than that, I couldn't tell you a hundred percent. I'm sure they're spraying shit in the air. I don't know what exactly they're putting in there uh i know the the food we're eating is total crap and full of chemicals so yeah i i think uh they, there is some outside influence from uh from our from these secretive factions that do shady shit like this that could cause that oh they do for sure spray stuff in the air but they're not chemtrails you conspiracy theorists they are stratospheric aerosol, aerosol inject- injections i'm sorry huge difference correct terminology you make the word longer, like George Carlin says. If you make the word longer, it's less <laughs> offensive and easier to palate. You know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So, uh, yeah, well, I mean, you know, how do you feel about, uh, you know, what, what else could be going on with the, the, the transhuman? Do you think that um, we're going to reach a point to where uh, we're going to be merged with technology? We're going to become uh, robot people? Well, I'm going to comment here real quick. I think that most fucking transhumanists just want to start their car by snapping their fucking fingers because they think it's like a party trick. Okay. Um, I think there's a great divide between like this, what people are talking about transhuman agenda push from the government and these idiots who want to have like a fucking door opener on their fingertips. You know, it's, I think it's two different things that we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. If you're talking about like actual merging with technology, like the, uh, what's that movie transcendence is that what it's called Maybe, where yeah. he's actually like put into a computer i don't think that's ever going to work at least 100 percent. they might get a pretty good replica of a human in there i don't think it's that same person though like i don't think you can actually upload what you are to a computer i i mean siri they'll probably get so good at siri that it'll sound exactly <laughs> like a person but i don't know if there's actually you know anything behind that besides code if there was an agenda though to try to get us inside of a computer i think or not get us inside i shouldn't say like that but get some sort of merging with technology to merge our consciousness with it yeah so at that point you would have to be okay with not being a boy or a girl because it wouldn't matter at that time if that happened you wouldn't need to be a man or a woman because you would be technology so i can see where there'd be some sort of agenda where they're like it's okay you can be a boy you can, a girl you can be whatever you'd like because it's not going to matter when we all merge you into our <laughs> into our matrix or whatever right i'm going to be an automaton with a space dick like whatever the hell it is that you want man uh, we actually going off and have a baby and impregnate yourself and then breastfeed it too. Why not? You can do everything. Yeah, we got big old big old metal tots. Um, we actually talked about on um, one of our episodes uh, really early on. Um, I'm pretty sure Joe was pretty drunk. Weird. Um, but anyway, we had <laughs> we had a episode that we did where we were talking about transhumanism and consciousness, and we both came to the same conclusion. Not sure what you want to call it. Consciousness, your soul, it goes by many different things. It's the very thing that makes each person undeniably, unquestionably you without really being able to take it from you. Your soul, your consciousness, whatever you want to call it. You cannot conjure that or transplant that into another thing. Not, in my opinion, scientifically, and not, in my opinion, with what we have today. Not saying that may not come uh, come up about again, along with this program. I'm open to anything. I would believe at anything at this point if they said, "Yeah, we can do that." Yeah, actually, you're going to be uh, over there in that truck next week. I'm going to be like, "Okay, I'm going to be a truck next week," but <laughs> I don't think that they can do that. I don't think that I don't think that that's possible. So I think that they can, can at least you know, Silverado and not a Ford. Yeah, I want I want a I want a Vortec engine made out of real tornadoes. Um, I think we have to worry about like some sort of singularity where AI will become sentient and fucking take over the world like Terminator. Joe knows more has more of an opinion on that. <laughs> uh, it, I think it's possible. I mean, like just like he said, I'd believe anything. If we have Skynet tomorrow, I'd be like, man, makes sense. They've been working on some shit up there. I don't know what it is. <laughs> I think a more imminent threat would be uh, other beings outside of our atmosphere that we don't know about who are definitely watching. It sounds like I sound like a crazy alien person now, but I think there's absolutely no way we're alone in the, in the universe. There's no fucking chance of that. And I think that they, those whatever beings could 
transfer your consciousness. I've heard so many stories. I think that's a possibility. They know things that we definitely have no concept of. And I think that them taking our consciousness and doing something would happen way before AI would. I don't think our dumbasses at this point are going to figure out how to make AI as advanced as it would have to be in order to take over and get intelligent on its own. Yeah, luckily, <laughs> I don't, in the future, I don't but... think we'll see anything that crazy, at least in our life. But uh, I never thought we'd see last year in our life either. And here we are. So yeah, you never know. Tomorrow People make mistakes. I think if they created AI that absolutely it could go crazy and they wouldn't tell anybody until it was way too late. Well, it could have already <laughs> gone crazy and they're, yeah. they're just keeping the lid on it. You know? Well, I hate, and I hate admitting this Jen, um, because it fucking proves how much you guys have fucking rug pilled my ass. Uh, but I'm like, yeah, I can, I could actually, uh, yeah, I don't think we're alone. And, uh, I would much more think that that's in a more imminent threat than the idea of like a Terminator, uh, dystopian future. You see, I would think that, um, I don't know if the the ones outside our atmosphere are the bigger threat than us. I think humans are the biggest threat to ourselves. I think we're fucking assholes. And, uh, you know, (laughs) there may be some outside our atmosphere that there are maybe using humans because we are assholes. That could be a possibility. Uh, But I think think we are the most imminent threat to ourselves that uh, we're going to fucking just destroy this whole planet and uh those guys outside are just gonna sit back and they're gonna be passing by our planet like uh let's not stop at that fucking place you know well i was about to say that's actually a solid theory smarter beings than us looking at like hey should we stop there and they go jesus they're just like they're about to just implode never mind they're just stopping by for some space yeah. gasoline and the whole thing's on fire right. and, and that's what like, makes me think that you know some of these fire. interactions with these ets are like probably nefarious, more interdimensional entities that are fucking with us somehow. Um, I would think that if they're smarter than us and they can, you know, pop in and out of our reality without any harm to themselves, why not fuck with a human? Why not, you know, make them think some things and show them things that aren't there? You know, they could do anything if they can really manipulate the fabric fabric of our reality, like some contactees and abductees say. Like walking by your neighbor's yard and fucking with their dog. You're like, ha ha ha. I was just going to say, it's the same with fucking with animals of any kind. Like you can take a cup and put it over a bee or a bug or whatever. And it's like, shit, where am I? Oh my God. And then you lift it off and it's like, hey, you know, and that's just a person <laughs> doing that. I, imagine what other beings are out there that are just like, oh, want to see some shit? Yeah. And the bee would have <laughs> totally no, uh, we were just talking about this today too. The bee would have no, no concept I, of what happened, no ability to even understand what just happened when you put the glass over him. He'd be like, Oh my God, dude, there was this force field. It was clear, but it was like, I couldn't get through it. And then <laughs> it just disappeared. And I was, I'm now I'm here. <laughs> this big shadow came over That's how and I we think can't communicate we with no bees. Idea. So if the alien or whatever other thing couldn't talk to us or communicate with us, there's no way they're even going to try. I would never try to talk to a bee and explain anything at all. So. Right. And, you know, they all, you know, project this image of gray aliens or reptilians or tall, crazy beings when, I don't know, in reality, they could all be like pink looking Pee Wee Herman men or something. I don't know. You know, they just project That's way more terrifying. That is terrifying, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, but uh, what do you think about that, that? That that our whole reality could be like an experiment for an alien, or a video game for an alien, just like this little alien dude, you know? That's her. Along. That's her. That's her biggest. Uh, I'd say that's your. Your th- <laughs> not necessarily not my thing, but that's she always comes back down to that. That we're like a big experiment. Like no, a, a I don't know if dish. we're. A, um... I I agree with that one. I don't know if we're like a, in a video game or a simulation, but I would absolutely, I definitely entertain that. Something I could that see that level. for sure. Um, I, I just compare it to like cows, just 
we and animals in general just look at the way we treat animals we don't want makeup to hurt people so we test it on a rabbit who gives a shit just spray it in its eyes and then throw it in the garbage after it's dead no big deal and same with cows they all just live we feed them we take care of them and then slaughter them and eat them and we're like look at this delicious steak it's so good Mm." and like if that was a person if you think about Another being doing that to us, it's disgusting, but they have no clue the whole time. They're just like, mm, I'm, I'm getting fed today. Yum. I'm walking through the whatever. Anyway, I feel like we are that to other life easily that they could just be like, oh, pluck. I'm going to experiment on you. I'm not saying there's only one. There could be m- multiple species. Some are probably nice. I'm super nice to animals, but my kids are assholes sometimes to animals. So, <laughs> you know, it's just different, different personalities or whatever you'd call it on that level. I think some species are probably super nice to humans. They're like, oh, look at this poor planet. They're so dumb. Let's help them. And then some species are like, look at this planet. They're so dumb. Let's take advantage. Just like we have those same tendencies as people. So so kind of like uh, Horton, here's a hue. Horton, here's a who. We are the speck. Yeah, that, that makes sense. What do you think, Corey? Anything to, to add to this conversation? I know you don't get into the alien movies. <laughs> no, nothing bad. <laughs> all right, so we're going to move along then. Um, I want to get all of your thoughts on the um, occult practices that you were talking about earlier. Um, you mentioned how, you know, once Corey gets uh, into a certain level of his research, he hits occult practices and he never, you know, wanted to get into that level. But it seems that anywhere you look, when it comes to this stuff at the higher levels, there always seems to be these weird occult practices, Satanism, pedophilia, child sacrifice. I mean, they give hints in the media, they give hints in Hollywood. Uh, Do you think these fuckers really practice this Satanism stuff and, and are into this? I think some people do for sure. I don't know who does, but I mean, there's story you guys I've heard on your guys show, like all the way to the, uh, the ancient, I don't know what people it was, but the Sumerians, uh, Babylonians, Chaldeans and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. They all, even the Aztecs and the Mayans that had all this weird, you know, ritualistic sacrifice. I don't think that happens like that anymore, but maybe on a different level, there's a lot of people that think the, uh, the whole like Planned Parenthood thing is kind of like a massive ritual, you know, like a world and they actually target like the black community too. And that's a different topic, but I think at some, some level they definitely still practice that in their own way. I don't, I don't know if Bill Gates is eating babies on the side. I wouldn't be surprised. He's got a creepy fucking face. I think, I think part of it is that it doesn't matter where you go, whether it's the people that are trying to and, and, and successfully do the world good or the people that try and successfully do the world harm, I think there's always an ideology that is a bigger drive behind it. Um, you know, the actions unfold per their plan and their plan is formed based on what they believe. So, you know, the idea that Corey comes back every time to like this deep occult thing and there are, you know, different sects and uh, things that you could divide that up into, like you said, pedophilia or, you know, human sacrifice. I think that anybody who has a horrible agenda. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. 
yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash Boost by Tax Day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. At one point or another, call it by a title or not call it by a title, their ideology in something very, very dark is going to be present. Um, I just, I, I can't get away from that because I feel like that is, as human beings, what drives us, whether to do good or to do bad. You're, if you really dig deep enough, you'll find that ideology that really pushes them to take it to the limits of actions that we see. And I just wonder at what levels... Are they infiltrated or initiated into some of these occult practices? Is your local mayor, you know, involved with Satanism or child sacrifice? Probably, maybe, I don't know. It could be. Um, I'm just wondering how high, you know, you have to be in some of these levels to actually get involved with some of these occult practices. And you guys are, you know, in California, they have Hollywood, and we all know about all the stories right. we hear from celebrities, and they have to, you know, uh, you know, guess breach in a certain level and there's blackmail involved and, you know, they have all this, this stuff on them. And eventually you get involved with deep, dark occult practices. Uh, is that something you, you guys have heard, uh, you know, especially in California with all the, the culture around there? Uh, yeah, it's like I always say, I think that at a certain level, everybody's compromised. So if you're getting to a certain level, especially billionaire status, maybe not about to say. But billionaire status and the people you don't know that are richer than that because they pay to not be on those lists of world's richest people, I think that's where the real deep, dark shit is. But I think billionaire and above, maybe some millionaires, but I think billionaire and above, they're definitely compromised somehow. And whether that's by, you know, the blackmail thing you're talking about with, you know, Epstein Island or taking videos of them fucking underage kids, who knows what the fuck they're doing? You know, the the old... Uh, Hillary Clinton eating it or taking a baby's yeah. face and putting it on her face. I mean, you can get as crazy as you want and it might not be that crazy, but I think they're definitely blackmail compromised at some level. I think it depends on your level of influence. Um, if yes. there's some sort of little secret society running the world that we can't see, they would look I mean, strategically, if that was me, I would strategically look at who has the most influence. How powerful is this person? Okay, it's a singer. Okay, big deal. But how many people does that singer influence? Okay, like 8 billion. Awesome. Okay, well, let's get inside this person's head and, you know, try to impact them in some way that will help them influence people the way that they want people to be influenced, I guess. So it could be them coming in and being like, I'm going to kill your kid unless you don't say, you know, if you don't say these lyrics in this song. Yeah. It could be that as well. But for whatever, in whatever way, I think they do target the people who have influence over the world. And now it's regular people. It's not just the presidents and the world leaders. It's, you know, YouTubers. hundred percent agree. That's why I'm talking about billionaire thing i think at a certain level there if you have a certain reach you're gonna get hit up by some men in black or something (laughs) and i think i think it i think they actually don't have to do that nearly as often as we might think because if you're the common rabble and you support the agenda that these people are proposing you don't need to have that kind of uh purchase on you you don't need to have that blackmail yeah, just will I think participants. Yeah. so you can so let's say that it's divided 50 50 and you're looking at the two columns of influence you have the one that supports their idea you're not going to worry about them okay and now you have the the ones that oppose them well under under 70 percent of people are in those people in any positions of power 
It's the workforce. And so now you have the top 30% of strictly the people that oppose you that are a real threat. They have money, they have fame, and they have power. Okay, so like Jen said, I think it has to do with your your level of success at being able to influence people. And uh, I think at some level, like Joe said, you are either going to get proposed to on being able to be bought and get a truckload of money and probably security and everything else because you're going along with it and willing to be bought or you will be taken out if you continue to do the path and don't step out of the picture like they will either try to coerce you or you know anything like that to do. So I, I don't think it's actually as much of the population um, that this is now coming to knowledge of because I unless you're doing it as like a... Uh, a guilty pleasure. I, I, I really don't see this being something that they use very often or have to. So I don't think that it's as known. And I think, I think that's what surprises people about it not, or it being kind of like a shaking reality that this is coming out is because it's not really, it doesn't have to be used at that level very often. Yeah. Any, any thoughts on that, Corey, anything to add? Uh, what was the question? We were talking about the levels of occult practices, you know, how high. You oh, I don't even know. Honestly, I don't even want to get into it. Like um, the thing is that I'm starting to learn. I'm not ready to talk about <laughs> it. Yeah, it gets creepy. Are you even ready to learn? Nope. <laughs> yeah, I can see the, the reluctancy. I had a fucking agenda over the next like five years that I wanted to knock out. And this just sidetracked my whole fucking plan sucks. <laughs> yeah, he's got a grudge against the occult right now, so we're going to have to work through that. We're going to have to, um, I don't know, we'll get him a couple of prostitutes or something. He'll get over it. <laughs> hookers hookers oh, make you skip. <laughs> all right, so let's talk climate change, guys. That's the next big agenda. Did you know that? Did you know that climate change is, is coming? Oh, yeah. Climate's changing. It's not global warming anymore. It's just climate change in general. You know, like what happens all the time. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. The climate changes. That's what happens. That's what well, that, that was actually coined by Dick Cheney himself. <laughs> oh, the climate change was coined by, yes. Of course it was. But uh, that's, that's what we have to worry about. Uh, used to be the, the ozone layer. And um, what, like Corey said, what happened? We don't hear any. Is there an ozone layer still? I don't know. What the fuck? I, you know, I was having this conversation with my sister, and she's a fucking diehard environmentalist. And I'm like, what happened to the ozone layer? And she just looked at me like, oh. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> and we're gonna see little Greta come out her little children in the corner I'm gonna sum up my my perspective on climate change I don't give a fuck <laughs> period is it happening is it not happening is it my fault is it your fault so what yeah, we've had right. ice ages before we had, we've had other things before I always say that too if it wipes everybody out why does anyone care I don't understand. In a hundred years, if every human got wiped out, guess what? No humans are going to be there to give a shit. There there is definitely agenda to push it on humans. That is what their agenda is going to be. It's our fault, you know, carbon emissions, cow farts, whatever. But we (laughs) caused all this, which is complete bullshit because in reality, we probably contributed about this much to a mm-hmm. massive scale of everything else that's happening cosmically in outer space in the core of our planet that we can't we can't do anything about. Well, and yeah. I agree. I agree with Corey. There was an awesome comedian that summarized that he was like, I'm not one of these people that cares about the planet. I hope it blows up the day after we're gone. And I don't want it to blow up right now. 
I just think if we stopped giving a shit and started partying for the next 60 or 50 years, pissing through all the natural resources, it would be awesome. And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it, it, people didn't give a fuck about it for the longest time. I'm not saying you have to be an, a direct asshole, but I'm also not saying it's one of those like, again, Greta Thunberg, you know, is taking just ridiculous precautions yet also decides to, you know, fly on a commercial jet. Oh, she's just a talking head anyway. She's pay- definitely paid off. Anybody who's talking in uh, Davos for the World Economic Forum is just a puppet. She's pay- it's actually probably child abuse at this point. You should go and listen to um, uh, Putin's uh, little 20 minutes at Davos. They gave Putin, of all people, 20 minutes. It's great. It's worth the 20-minute listen. <laughs> yeah. now, He's basically like, you guys are all fucked. I don't know what you think you're doing. <laughs> Fucking you get over it. And that's something to take climate seriously. Change, climate change, I think they just found something else that they could capitalize. Like they're, you know, use something, will create recycling. Like there's tons well, of companies. The there may be that. something big coming, like from space that they know about that they want to use to push this climate uh, change agenda, I've had a few guests on. I don't know if you've ever listened to Suspicious Observers on YouTube. Um, they do great job of reporting space weather. I've been listening to, to them for years. And according to them, we're going through a grand solar minimum, and the core of the Earth could possibly go through a phase where it causes a pole flip, which means our magnetic uh, field is going to basically flip around the earth and wipe out all the power on the planet for a few years. I've I've heard that's happened several times as far as it has, it has, but it hasn't happened in modern times with electricity and all the technology we have. So that would wipe out like everything. And you know, humans within a few days would be fucking killing and fucking each other for food and stuff like that. So, you know, we're already doing that. Well, yeah, but it would become a a complete (laughs) apocalypse within a few days if we didn't have internet and technology. So, you know, that's a big possibility that could actually happen. We could have a, a, a magnetic reversal because the pole well, is still moving we yeah. just talked about that uh, uh, an episode or so ago i think actually it was when we were on truthzilla uh we were talking about the idea that we could totally see the next stage and phase in this global agenda being a a project blue beam or operation blue beam kind of thing uh wh- whether it be fake or real of course, we're never going to probably know, but I wouldn't be surprised at all if that, along with the climate change and what they're trying to do uh, politically and socially at all, if that was the next thing that came about. Well, we know Chris is a big fan of the giant asteroid just coming in and wiping everything the fuck out. Can't say I disagree as long as it's quick. If it's quick and we don't even know and all of a sudden we're just evaporated, then we wouldn't care anyway, right? Well, yeah, Corey first nominated the asteroid, so I have to give him credit for that. So <laughs> we, we're hoping that, that he gets on the, the books and we can get him in there. <laughs> nice. When did they, uh, your guests that you had on talking about this? I've had um, several guests within how many about years? This. How many years? Like, when is this supposed to happen? Because I've oh, heard this of is it supposed to be like within five years. years. Um, okay. Because uh, according to some of these researchers, well, I've, I've seen the, the, the evidence myself that our magnetic field is moving from Canada to Siberia at a rate of like almost a couple miles every few days. And oh, wow. Good. Yeah. So once it reaches a certain point, it can't do anything but reverse and flip around which is going to inevitably wipe out all the power on the planet. And there's no telling how long it would take to get everything back up. And that that's what would cause, you know, the biggest problems. And that would be 
my only fear is to any cataclysm that would happen that would really suck because it's not an asteroid. We're not going to be wiped out like that. It's going to be a slow, like terrible death for everybody, you know? But it's almost like a, a natural EMP, which is one of the, the biggest right. concerns, you know, coming from even Russia is that, or a Korea, maybe I can't remember, but one of these fucked countries is like, has EMP power that could literally wipe out the grid. So maybe the earth will beat them to it and just wipe it all out for them. Yes, that is, uh, that is highly possible, but, um, I'd much, much rather the, the asteroid, um, <laughs> you guys mentioned the, the blue beam. Um, uh, you know, I've had so many different guests on that are telling me, you got to watch out the, the fake alien invasion is coming. The alien invasion is coming and, uh, things that you're putting together with, um, you know, the space force and different things they're talking about with the disclosure of aliens in the mainstream media. It's like, well, you know what? Fuck. They could try and pull something like this shit off. You know, wouldn't put it past them. Like you said earlier, I would believe anything and not believe it at the same time. I can see it in the sky and be like, meh, could be real. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. It's so scary though. Cause I, I don't know for sure, but I feel like what we're allowed to see, what the government shows us is definitely not what's real and what we should be afraid of. Exactly. They hide all the things we should be afraid of. So if we're allowed to see a, an alien invasion, I, I don't think it could. It's either completely fake or we're all fucked within like minutes. So yeah. <laughs> I don't think we'll have a lot of time to worry. Do you guys live in an area where there is wilderness and possible Bigfoots? Yeah, we live in the Northern California what do you guys think about Bigfoot? Is he just a hairy hominid that's been hiding out, or is he fuzzy and interdimensional to where he faces? I think he's a fucking yeah. moron, from what I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Um, I said I think he's a fucking moron from uh, what I've heard. He, yes, he's not very smart. <laughs> uh, we're gonna go camping this this summer with our friends, and I was like, let's do a Bigfoot camping thing where we try to find Bigfoot and knock on the trees and do whatever. Cause we've heard tons of podcasts about it. We've done a bunch of just not research on Bigfoot, but more like listening to a yeah, lot of people's stories, stories about yeah. it. Yeah. So I'm not sure what it is. It's, it's definitely, I don't think if it's, if Bigfoot is real, definitely interdimensional. Um, we've heard some joking stories about the aliens kind of dropping it off. Like it's a pet, just like, all right, go fuck around for a little bit. And then they pick it up. Um, it's like a Chewbacca. <laughs> Cause it's not, there's not dead bigfoot skeletons everywhere so it's not here but (laughs) yeah that's a that's a possibility a pet chewbacca any thoughts on that ben not really (laughs) he he hates the bigfoot thing i fucking hate bigfoot theory so much man uh it 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 just it gets to a point where i uh it no (laughs) i i think we've said before that if if bigfoot's anything it's on the same level or somehow you know associated with ufos or interdimensional or something like that most people, it's probably a like, joke it's an, some interdimensional beings <laughs> joke just like hey look at this big fucking stupid thing go in here scare these people it and then smells bring it like back. ass and it walks yeah, around with a big old ding dong yeah. probably it's probably an interdimensional being that legitimately dresses up in another costume because they know <laughs> it freaks us out once I hear the words Bigfoot and interdimensional in the same sentence, my brain just like shuts fucking off. <laughs> Pretty close to that. <laughs> like I'm almost on the edge of believing Bigfoot could be real, like legit. Like, and I, and I'm a, I don't even want to admit that on, in a public place, but still like there's, there's enough evidence for me to go. Hmm. Exactly. Yeah. 
but then it's that just, leads into other theories stories, and like, you yeah. hear the theories about or the stories about him like dodging bullets or like disappearing <laughs> in front of people i'm like that sounds like an alien thing that when lady wrote a book uh they covered it on Mysterious Universe, and the whole book, they were just ripping on it the whole time. It was hilarious. Which is great. Um, but at the end, she, she named it something stupid, and then as she drove away because her family moved, she, like, threw her pink pants out the window at it, and she's like, here, take these as a gift. And, like, that was the end of the book. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. <laughs> Bigfoot's just kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, Bigfoot is hilarious. It's entertaining. Uh, yeah. It is, and it's 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 something fun to, uh, to look into because it's so it's weird, fun. and, you know, there's... Yeah. evidence here but there's really not evidence so it's like what the fuck is big yeah yeah sure. well, man it was fun having you guys on before you guys leave let's let's offer some solutions for the people what can they do during these troubled times the title of this podcast was called this apocalypse blows uh so you know <laughs> it, it's kind of like you know some people think this is the apocalypse the apocalypse the world's gonna end you know we're, we're not gonna come out of this but i don't know uh we we may just come out of it a little uh little different a little mutated uh, with a little nanotechnology in us and uh, looking like sloth from the goonies but you know we may come <laughs> out of it what do you guys think you think there's any solution any way out of it or are we just fucked uh, i think it just depends on what people do personally i think that a lot of the people in big cities are going to be fucked just from what i've heard like there's such a hive mind mentality in big cities and it looks like they're trying to herd everyone into big cities too you know, possibly for 5G or the nanotech and the vaccine, wherever you want to go with it. But uh, I think we talked about solutions a while ago, but we're trying to work on that here, like getting chickens, growing a garden, just kind of doing things ourselves and taking care of ourselves. We can't control anything that's going on out there anyway. So everybody take care of their own selves. And I mean, not to sound selfish, but, you know, I think we should get back to a barter system. Fuck cash, fuck money, (laughs) try to get out of that. Uh, uh, you know, you hear everybody talking about buying gold and silver because that I don't even know how that would work in a post apocalyptic scenario either. Though, so, gold let me explain gold in a nutshell gold are shiny rocks that people dig out of the ground. That's it. Yeah, I don't understand yeah. why yeah, no, there's the value, value the, in there because the value is what we give it. Right. There's no value. This back in the day when we were stupid, like 3000 years ago, when we first discovered gold, we dug the shit out of the ground. I'm like, oh, it's shiny. Let's trade for stuff. And then nowadays people be able well, it has industrial use. So that came about in the last fucking hundred years. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. jewelry, period, shiny what rocks. Happens? It's just no great real value. value. In an apocalypse, exactly. what has great value is an AR-15 and some like 700 <laughs> rounds. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. Ammo will be the currency. There are great books written on ammo being currency, actually. I think people have to be nice, too. Just be nice. Be normal. Don't freak out. Don't don't listen to the news, for sure. That's my advice. Do your own research. Support <laughs> um, alternative media like this show. Yeah. And uh, people are going to have to fight back without... I don't know. I, I don't know what's going to happen. I can't predict if they're going to march through the streets and tell us get in, we're taking you out of here or what. I have no idea, but people need to fight back and stop just listening blindly to what people tell them. Just like we all did as children, stop looking at the idiots on the news and saying, this is real. This is definitely real. Cause they're telling me <laughs> I have to do all these things or I'm dying. No, <laughs> do your own research. Stop being a sheep solutions. All right. Very well said. Uh, anything else to add? Uh, anyone? Yes. Um, I, uh, my, my piece of advice to any, actually to everybody, and I mean this 
completely sincerely is do everything that you can slowly but surely to pull everything that is your dumb head out of your ass. And that's it. <laughs> Thanks. I think that was, Corey could have said that too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, guys. Shameless plug time. Let everyone know where they can find legit bat and websites and social media and all that good stuff. From what we heard from Truthzilla, if you just Google legit bat, we own Google. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's yeah. Just a weird fucking it's name that, yeah. I mean, there's legitbat.com. You can get a t shirt, whatever. Uh, I found a legit watermelon bat for sale, though, when I Googled us the other day. I oh, yeah. have to look more that into that. It was like, buy your legit watermelon bat now. And I was like, whoa, what's that? We didn't even make that. All but right. we're also on Rockfin, all the socials. You'll find links to that on the site. So that's about it. Like Joe um, said, get your merch. <laughs> yes merch man i'm jealous you guys have merch and we're still struggling for it awesome guys thank you for coming on tonight that was super fun and we'll talk again thank soon you we'll have another one awesome. thank you so Thanks, much guys. all right thank you have a good one